know, he kind of like, he kind of was like, oh, I could still go on. But if you watch it, man, yeah, right. The ref like walked to me and he's all, he's all doing the old stanky leg <laughs> on his way to the ref. The stanky <laughs> leg. I know. I saw some people online. They're like. The ref stopped it too early because he didn't realize that's just how Ben Askren walks. Ever <laughs> since. That's just the way he's always walked. Hey, we are actually live. Hold on. Hold on. We're, we're live on Izzy the Cast as well. Swapcast. Slotcast. Are you going to put the music in? Yeah. But let's just let's just introduce right now. We got uh, we got JB the sexy. We got Eric the Gerg. No, we got Eric chirping in. Mm-hmm. And we got Jake the Snake. Jake with his wonderful podcast, which I've been enjoying immensely. I really have. I've actually been listening like crazy. Uh, existential note taking on Spotify. If you got a chance, just I don't know. Can you even subscribe to that, or you just what do you do? Probably throw a hand uh, yeah, you can yeah, go and go and like and subscribe, yeah. Right. And uh, hit the little bell button just to get my latest notifications. Alright, we're gonna hit the music on Easy the Cast, okay? We're gonna hit the music on Easy the Cast. Where everybody knows your name. We'll do it our way, yes, our way, making our dreams come true. No, it's doing our way, doing it our way. If it's every chance, we'll take it. Give us any rule, we'll break it. We're gonna make our dreams come true. We're gonna smoke it. it. Okay. Don't act like you're not going right there. Ooh, taking a break from all your worries sure does seem a lot. Yo, wouldn't you like to get away? Yo, yo, remix. And sometimes you got to go where everybody knows your name. Naomi, Naomi said she she loves that song, but she doesn't love it because she likes it. She's like, it's ridiculous because it sounds like it's a really happy song, but it's terrible. Like there's just it's about bad. bar flies and yeah, yeah, it's just a bad song. <laughs> it's like Tombstone. It's yeah, just Tombstone. it's just the Crystal Palace. Um, Bo- Booger Bob's there. Tell her to prove it. Come on the Yeah, prove it, bitch. Naomi, if you're listening, prove that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking bitch. I'm, I'm, I'm positive my demographics. You know, that's the cool thing about Spotify is they give you your demographics. Yeah. Like your age, your age groups. Why, um, why does your age group say black? What? Why does your age group just say blacks? Why does it just have a picture of George Floyd? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, sorry. Oh, that's rude. Sorry, I'm a little lubricated. I've had a few beers. You guys, you guys, you guys bringing so much on your cast. It must be, it must be a demographic. <laughs> Lubriderm does lubricant. You know, uh, Castbox does that too, and my demographic is in, uh, something weird, uh, philosophical, inspirational, or something stupid. Dang. It's all, it's all philosophical gay. <laughs> it's 
So Socrates on Coke. Socrates and LGBTQ. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Jake. You're gonna be you're gonna be the you're gonna be the host. I just wanted to record it on my end. And I also before yeah, you even sure. before you even talk, I just wanted to say that I've been listening to the cast and I'm really enjoying it, man. And I, I enjoyed the your your cast with Brother Lupe. I enjoyed the one with Mo. Ru- well, the second one I didn't hear the first one with Mo Rupert, but I enjoyed the second one with Mo Rupert. I enjoyed uh, the second one better. Well, it, it's just it. It's nice. I like you're a good host, man. It's good, peaceful conversation. It's no, nice to hear people. Nice. I appreciate that. Yeah. You, you should check out the. We just did one with uh, Kenny Clary last night, oh. and uh, he went he went full blown Republican. It was wild. He just ranted for a good hour. Aggressive red. What was that aggressive red? He went hard. Were, were you talking to Kenny Clary or Donald Trump? Uh, it doesn't matter. It's the same person. Dude, it was like, dude, it was like super red saying Kyle Ken times a hundred. Dang. Yeah. Dude, you fucking idiot. Yeah, hey, nah, he's talking about Dragon Ball Z, you dickheads. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were watching Scooby Doo. I thought it was One Tree Hill. <laughs> Let's not bring up, uh, what is it, Seventh Heaven? Seventh Heaven, holy shit. There's a lot of publicity against that one. Oh. It is what Judah, it is. Did you get, Judah, did you get to listen to the cast we did? Oh, I listened to that one, too. Uh, no, I was in it. I know, did you listen to it? No, I mean, not recently. Well, I opened you up with, uh, I know when I and you know, oh that's good dude it was I could tell it was your song Judah but that was the first time I wanted to skip the intro song I was like God damn it was making me like uh, have an acid flashback I was like what the fuck is going on Oh, really? Yeah, I was driving back from Tombstone, and I'm like, oh, JB the Sexy's on. I'm going to watch, I'm going to listen to this. Well, maybe you should have skipped it like halfway, maybe. Because the, the intro's pretty long for that song. Well, no, it was like a literal acid flashback. I couldn't skip it. I just was stuck in it. And no, I was like, no, Fuck. I was talking about the editing. Oh. Oh, no. No, you can't edit past no, it. Yeah, yeah, that's just part of, that's just part of the existential note-taking. No, that's, uh... That that that's pretty that's pretty awesome that you put that. I didn't. I wasn't even aware of that. I I love that song. Yeah. But you know, tracks is there's also an an ex, extra song, but you have to skip. So at the end of the podcast, when it goes quiet, you have to hit the skip button, and then it goes to it. For some reason, it won't immediately go into it, and I haven't figured out why. Hmm. But but um. Judah, I ended you out with uh, oh, <laughs> um, Was I fighting uh, G- uh, General Butterscotch or whatever is it? the gold uh, soldier? The butternuts. Oh, yeah. Butternut. General Butternut Squad. But- butter stuff. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, it's doing the cast that has been so 
much fun, and uh, you know, you get you get you get into a lot of good things, man. You get people who you know, you get a lot of people like like uh, like Mo, who they just they just have shit to say, and you let them say what they gotta say, and then and then eventually, you know, you get into some other stuff. Like sometimes we just talk about nonsense, and sometimes we get into some shit, you know, like with Brother Looper. Yeah, no, and I've been digging that about it, and and I wasn't expecting because I don't know Mo personally, but yeah, I just was like, you know, I'm just gonna listen on the way to work, and I found myself because I got to work early. I found myself kind of sitting in my car and and continuing to listen because I enjoyed it. I enjoy. He seems like a um a good dude, and he seems like he, you know, has a brain, and he's 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 like we all are kind of filling out life and I and I enjoyed the stories a lot of the stories though I wasn't part of them I was part of those people's lives at different times like when you were getting into the right the Ryan Hayes stuff and stuff I was like you guys when you guys were diving into Ryan Hayes I was there the next day after you know he he died and and I, I I was actually at a corn concert like two weeks before with him. Really? Yeah, yeah. We were up in in uh, uh, the Cricket Pavilion. It was corn corn and Deftones. It was me and Joey Haynes, and we ran into Ryan Hayes, and he kind of snuck us into the next level, and uh, and then he died like a week and a half two two weeks later, and then I was there that the next day at his house with Peter Mesa and, and uh, Jamie Montillo and, and you know, kind of paying our respects and our dues. And so I was, I was, I was listening to the cast kind of with a familiarity, even though I wasn't, you know what I mean? Like I, you weren't immediately there, but the, the universe, you were still in that. Universe. Yeah. I was in a parallel. I was in the same, you know, I was in the same Marvel universe as it was happening, but yeah. but from a different aspect and point of view, it was entertaining regardless. Do you, um, you know, so we kind of touched on it would be interesting to see what you have to do, but we kind of, the whole thing was like, you know, because Ryan Hayes is like the super popular kid, he was always dating the hottest chick, this and that, and, um, you know, he ended up just killing himself, and like, like the, the question that kept going on going, maybe not in that cast, but some cast before was like 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 why right yeah well I know from my point of view because I, I I knew Ryan really young because I was always with the uh, Matt Riesco and Ryan was super good friends with Nathan Riesco so I remember literally Ryan I remember Ryan and Josh when they were probably <clears throat> I don't know how big a difference they were but I would imagine it was three or four years. I remember uh, when me and uh, Josh were little, one time he, he, I don't know, it was like, it's a vague memory, but um, Josh went and like saw his brother on the track, the, the Benson track, and he went and like jumped on him or something like that, and like th- we were talking or something like that, and then I was like, Carrillo, and he was like, oh yeah, I know your brother Isaiah, blah, 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 but that's not anything new, because... Everyone was like, "Oh, Carrillo, yeah, yeah." We, I was, I was just older than them, you know. So you know how it is when you're a kid and you got an older kind of friend. So, yeah, I remember knowing Josh and Ryan when they were very young, 
I would say Josh, when I first knew them or was hanging out, was was probably like seven or eight years old, and Ryan was probably like eleven or twelve, something like that. Right. So I remember them being actual children. You know what I mean? And so, and I saw them a lot. We weren't, it was, I'm not going to say like, yeah, we were super close because we weren't, but I knew them very well because as I was usually with Matt, Nathan usually had Josh and sometimes Ryan over, so they were just kind of part of their life. Right. And by, by connection, you, you were involved, yeah. Yeah. Well enough that if I saw them in public, like we, you know, we'd, we'd hug or whatever, give a handshake and we were all part of the same yeah, crew. Yeah, yeah, I remember you. Uh, I remember you had some kind of beefs with with all of them for a little bit, right? Because because yeah. you and the Sotos or whatever were getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys were in some kind yeah, of love hate thing. Some feud. Yeah, we had we had a little a little beef. But you you know um you want to hear something really weird that I didn't bring up for obvious reasons with the photo cast, but um. You know, two people died that year and they both threatened to kill me. <laughs> oh, who's who's the other one? Chris Burke? I was gonna say that was sad. Yeah. Yeah, that was really sad too, man. Well that was sad on my aspect because I also had a weird relationship with Chris Burst. I met him one time and I actually protected him from getting just pummeled. By a bunch of people. Oh, really? Yeah, he was at. A, he was. He was obviously younger, and and we were all partying at. A, I think it was Noah Reese's house or apartment. And we're talking. Noah. Noah is like two or three years older than me. So Chris was at the party. Right. He's you know he's got to be at least four years younger at least. And and he was there with a little bit of younger. There was him and a couple people that were younger, but they were in, and we're all partying. And you know Noah Reese and Ruben Reese and all them. They're kind of like they're into rap and everything, and and they're freestylers yeah. and and they're rappers basically. They they at least in their heart of hearts they're rappers. And yeah. poor little Chris Burrs. I didn't even know it know him at the time, but I just met yeah. him, and he had mentioned something about and uh, something stupid about Tupac where he was dogging on Tupac. And the whole, yeah, and all the other people got, they were, everybody was fucked up, and they took it so personally, where they were about to jump this poor guy. And I remember, like, yeah, I remember, like, talking to Noah and Ruben, and be like, dude, this is a little kid, like, he's he don't know what he's talking about, and, 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 and he was also drunk, too, so he was kind of trying to spout off, where I had to stop him, and be like, dude, you gotta, you gotta go, you gotta go, because they're gonna, they're gonna beat your little ass right now. And then he died, like, a month later. Spot check, Greg, you still with us? Eric. Yeah, I'm here. Well, oh, why sorry. would you say I Greg? Greg. <laughs> I meant Eric. It's going to be like the like Mo, like Mo where you keep calling him Seth. I keep calling him Seth. God damn it. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I just want to say this cuz it's good to say good things about stuff and it makes other people happy and I just this is genuine I laughed my ass off to Jacob when uh you had to go do something and then Eric and Mo were like oh this is our podcast now and they started like trying to rehost the podcast (laughs) (laughs) I 
was I was laughing so hard. I was in St. David headed to Tombstone. I was like, oh, that's awesome. They're like, oh, fuck Jacob. This is our podcast now. They're like, oh, this is uh, yeah, this is the the new podcast. I'm the new host. That was great. That excited about it like you could tell that he I, like I said I didn't hear the first podcast but I could mm-hmm. but he mentioned how like afterwards he's like oh you know what I didn't talk about this and this but I'm gonna do it this time and yeah. and he was right. like he even was mentioning the Eric chirping in thing and I'm I'm, I'm gonna back him up on that man yeah. it, it is cool it, it was an, it's an organic thing but it, it is what it is like you were saying you guys didn't plan it but it, it now it's just is yeah. Like now it's yeah. now it's just like doom, it's, doom, it, doom. it's is like the cast. It's like this is a Gary. Hey everybody, this is Jake. X, X, uh, episode whatever existential note taking. Hey, and this yeah. is Eric chirping in. Yo, this is epinephrine. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So the dr- the draft the draft flipped the car. Yeah. Fair. He was going so fast. It's just like when he pulled up on the side of the truck. It just. I oh, so he, so he actually did he did he actually hit the truck, or was it just being so close? I don't know, but but, but he got launched out of it. Sounds like what happened with like uh, like Derek Meeks, right? He got into a wreck and they all got flung out, right? Yeah. Yeah, but he, yeah, but yo, yeah. What? Jacob, say it. What happened? I don't know. I don't know anything about Derek Meeks's. I, all I know is I played uh, PK Realty with him, and he was literally. Tiny. He was a tiny kid. Yeah. He, he was probably like 11 years old or something. Like he was going to New West when he passed. Yeah. 
I think. Unless I'm wrong. I might be. I'm and I know the Me- I know the Meeks is very well, and I, I know they still celebrate him. Like, it was a big deal, but I didn't know him very well, so I don't know a lot about how he passed. Maybe he wasn't going to school there. I'm pretty sure he did. Well, he, he was. He was. Yeah, he was, because he, uh, he was with Josh Hayes and... Um, Who's the other guy? Uh, Chris Chris Wise. They were all in the accident at the same time. Damn. And uh, it was weird because, like, that day, like, Josh... No, not Josh Hayes. Josh Hippensill. Did I say Hippensill or Hayes? No, you said Hayes. I meant Hippensill. Yeah, I meant Hippensill. Uh, Josh Hippensill was in the car with him, so he came in, like, I'm either the day after or a few days after but like he came in and his face had road rash on it but it was like really bad and it was really dark and I was like I didn't even notice it was like scabbing I was like what what do you got chocolate on your face dude like we're in like I was a I was a sophomore at the time damn and then he's like what do you, you like he said like something like are you fucking kidding me, man? Or right, you didn't hear, like that? basically, like, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, he's like, I just got an accident. I was like, shit. I'm dude. sorry. Yeah, and then we heard the news about that. Yeah, that's sad. I did, I, I went, I, uh, Pete Burst was my football coach all through high school, and I had no idea he was, he even had a son until he died. And I heard, yeah, Chris Burst died. And I was like, Chris Burst? And I was like, yeah, it's Coach Burst's son. I was like, fuck, I didn't even know he had a son. Actually, when when I saved his ass from from getting beat up, I didn't know it was his son. It was just this kid named Chris. And then I realized, and then I heard like a month and a half later, I was like, whoa, really? I mean, not really related, but like kind of something like, not, okay. Um, just so spit it out. the same, but like. When, when I went to basic, um, there was this guy there. His name was, uh, damn it. I don't remember his name. He's on my Facebook. But we were in basic, and, like, they were making us go to the P-Store to pick up our supplies. You know, just, like, standing in line, like, information, like, yeah. going all the way up. And it's a normal store. There's a lot of different things that you can get there. But when I was there, it was, like, you can get your razors. Your toothpaste, yeah, things like that. The your essentials. Replacement uniforms if you ripped them or right. something like that, which are really expensive. And and um, just anything really, like candy and stuff like that. But we weren't allowed to buy it. And his name was Matthew. Yeah, that's what it was. Is Matthew. And we're like, because you got to think, you got to imagine like. The store is so busy. You're in line and you're just curving around out, uh, like yeah, it's like a buffet, like aisles. Right. But you're not. You're just trying to get to the register, and like on the way you can see stuff. But if it moves like out of your way, you can't go back, or else you got to get it in the moment. Yeah. But and I I don't know whether whether it's true or not. But what happened was because I was there. I don't know how this happened, but um before you're checking out the drill sergeants look at all the stuff you're looking at just to make you not make sure you're not buying candy and then they'll roast you if you do that yeah they're being drill sergeants yeah and uh <laughs> there was a like a 
a like postcard, like a greeting card, mm-hmm. but it was like, it was like, what was it? It was like, it was like a relationship one, but like it was obviously like it like had a man on it. I was like, will you be my Valentine or something like that? Like something along those lines. I don't. It was nowhere near Valentine's Day, but yeah. it was like that. And the drill sergeant's like, what the fuck is this? Blah blah blah. And he's like grilling him, and he's like, drill sergeant, I don't know how it got there, and. uh He's like, someone must have put it in there. Like, and the drill sergeants are, like, just grilling this guy. And, like, I don't know how, but I feel like he came back in line again because they made him put it back, and then you just got to check through the process again. Yeah. But, like, he was, like, right behind me, and then he, another guy was right in front of me, and he was, like, the guy in front of him's like, you're a fucking faggot, dude, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm not. He was, he was a... Like a like a feminine man though he's like I didn't do that blah blah and he's like someone put it in my bag and I was like he's like you're a faggot like, in line everyone's standing forward and you're like talking over your shoulder you're a fucking faggot yeah and I was like hey dude he's not a fucking faggot back off and he's like he like said something and was like fuck you bro and then like we go all the way through and all through like the time that I was there like people were like talking about he was like gay and stuff like that i was like no dude he's not gay he's just you know he's just a feminine man you know he's a he's a metrosexual (laughs) (laughs) judah how was that related to chris burst dying no but then at the no but but, what the fuck no but at the very end like after at the end he dies no at the very end (laughs) no it's not about him dying but it's like something crazy like that he's like after i ended up leaving and like we all said our goodbyes. Mm-hmm. They went one way. I went the other way. Like, later in the road, I see on his Facebook, he's, like, in a relationship with a man. Oh, like, you're like, oh, he actually I was, I was like, damn it, dude. That was wasted. <laughs> I defended you. I was fighting you. I was fighting for you, my husband. <laughs> you lied to me. <laughs> you, you were supposed to fight the Sith, not become a... <laughs> Okay. Okay. Come on. Go. Uh, I'm sorry. I signed. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. (laughs) All right, go, Jake. What? What? What do you got, man? No. So um, I think this is a good time to detour. Yeah.
Max and Juice? human blood in it. Yeah, that's what he said himself. That's crazy, man. The DMX thing's crazy, too, because when I, when I was uh, diving down the rabbit hole as far as the music industry and the darkness and the, the blood oaths and all the weird shit, right. like, DMX was one of the big players in that rabbit hole. Like, there, DMX, if you if you research him, he's had many meltdowns where he's you know, just like a lot of celebrities do, like a Britney Spears type shit where they, you know, she cut her hair and she's just losing it. Like DMX had a few of those. And 
there's even interviews of him in prison in the yard and talking to to people and he he straight calls all the weird shit out he's like you guys don't understand this is a you know he actually even uses the word illuminati but where he's just talking about how okay, like okay awesome is he yeah is he keep going i gotta i gotta run down do something real quick but just yeah, yeah. So, so DMX. There's actually an interview where where he's in Arizona. I can't remember, or he's he's talking about Arizona. Oh yeah. So the interview is he is actually in prison, but they're talking to him, and and the interview gets to to talking about a situation, and he's talking about how rough the game is, and and the industry, and how it's cutthroat, and that it's 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 controlled, and it's it's a dark dark place with a, where a lot of dark. Uh, yeah, and not even just dog eat dog, but like, uh, you know, dark arts magic shit, like some weird shit that is ritualistic and and crazy. And he says that, and I can't quote exactly, but it's pervadum. It's it's not pervadum. It's 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 a rough quote, but where he talks about meeting in Arizona and actually hitting the crossroads with the. With a uh, you know a producer, where he he swears that he met the devil, like that. He he was in Arizona and he saw the sunrise and he said, "Oh, this is God country." And he's like, "I I didn't know that I, that I was gonna meet the devil as well." And it was this this producer he met. And that's how the start of the devil went down to Georgia starts. It was a continuation of it. in general there's all like if you, you can even, even go back to to theater with Faust yeah. and and the idea of selling your soul for fame and riches like this is an old old story and the more you listen to yeah. music this is constantly happening like even the idea of the rain man and and you know making it rain people think it's about throwing dollars yeah. it's literally the rain man is a, a a not a deity but a demon of fame and riches that if you're willing to sell your everlasting soul and your person that you will be rained on with riches. Yeah, make it rain. That's where make it rain came from. Yeah, uh, 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 the deal maker. Make it rain. I thought that was hanging brain. Like, have you ever heard that interview from Bob Dylan when he's older? This is probably about interview happened, I think, maybe eight years ago. And this guy is interviewing him and he's like, why are you still doing it? Because if anybody's seen Bob Dylan now, he looks... He, he's still alive? Yeah. Yeah, Bob Dylan's still alive. And he looks so bad. Like, he's like a crypt keeper, but he still tours and he still the makes music. Worse or better than Barry, uh, Gary Busey? <sighs> Oof. Different version, but as rough. As rough. Well, who's worse? Well, it depends. Gary Busey sober or the mugshot? <laughs> uh, Nobody looks worse than Gary Busey's mugshot. <laughs> just 
No, but uh, in that interview with Bob Dylan, the guy's like stating the obvious question. He's like, why are you still doing it? And he's all, I got to pay the piper. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, I made a deal and I'm just trying to carry out my part. And and then the guy's like, a deal with who? Like a deal with, are you talking somebody here? And he's like, well, here and and in other dimensions. He's like the head honcho. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He breaks it down like, he's like, the guy. And I'm trying to fulfill my part or else they'll just hang me or I'll overdose or... Blood in, blood out. You know, you know, like as far as like um, celebrities and stuff, you know, he's considered one of the most unliked celebrities too, which is kind of interesting. Bob Gary, Dylan, Gary Busey. Yeah, Bob Dylan. Oh. You told me Ringo's got Bob Dylan. You know, Bob Dylan is credited for introducing the Beatles to drugs. Yeah, when they had their little hiatus, which that's a whole another rabbit hole. But yeah, they they all said that Bob Dylan was the first one to get them high, high, high. All on the watchtower. <laughs> yep. Yep. Cause the times they are that's changing. A, that's, a, that's what I really want to get into, and this kind of the world will, will uh, you know start from here and see where we go. Yeah. No, I do not think that. I I don't think it's a complete monopoly. I would say it's a huge percentage. Whoever's I, receiving text messages, turn that shit down. Yeah, Judah, what the fuck? You're on a swap cast right now, and I'm hearing your phone. Do do do. You don't sound <laughs> anything like that. It kind of. Thank you, Jacob. Judah's actually making his Faust deal right now. I'm like, uh, I'm all down the line. He just sneaks out of the podcast, them and their lines. Bro, <laughs> 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 well, where's Judah? <laughs> that was funny, Judah. Good job. <laughs> Little turncoat. <laughs> No, I don't think that, man. Copper! Shut the fuck up. I don't think that... I don't think that it's uh, all of them. I think it's a really good percentage, though. And I think it's a good gauge to... Copper! Sorry. <laughs> the fryer. That's part of Izzy the Cast. That's that's not part of existential note-taking. Izzy the Cast has a dog that you won't, can't shut up. part <laughs> or when you just stop him like shut up Eric okay go ahead 
it's, it's, it's like a reverse of uh, Joey Diaz. <laughs> it's beautiful, man, like that. I don't know if you listened to that first cast that I did with Eric. I, I don't know if I did or not. I don't think I did. Not yet. Eric is just, Eric is just drunk. He's, he's so drunk and he's higher. He's so high. He's higher than Jesus on the space shuttle. Like, he's just out there. And uh, he just starts spouting and ran. I, 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 I yell at him a few times and eventually I just let him go. <laughs> and it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have him on every time. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. No, I love what you guys are doing, man. But anyways, no, to answer your question, no, I don't think that. I think there are... Do you have any, do you have any champions that you would say? Like, uh, like I'll just say one right now. Is uh, I think Russell Brand is a great example of someone that... He's in my top... Yeah, he's in my, he's in my top five, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's awesome, man. He really is. And you know who's also up there? Is, uh... Um... Oh, shit. What the fuck is his name? Uh, Midnight Gospel. Oh, um... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, why can't I think of... Yeah, uh, Duncan Trussell. Duncan Trussell. Yeah, he is, Duncan too. Trussell, he is, too. He's, uh... He what? Yeah, well, no, not everybody can be completely awake, but he definitely, oh, shit. Yeah, of course, I just thought I'd throw that out there, but yeah, Duncan Trussell's, he's actually on a weird, he's on a different level. Yeah, he's on like a different dimension level where he's privy and awake to a bunch of shit, but he's so far out there, right? In, in his thought process and he's like a mixture of a really hard uh, Buddhist meets a uh-huh. uh, meets a uh, just somebody who's well versed in the real world and knows a bunch of stuff and is still kind of playing game but he's also detached and he's, he's into a lot of like he's into like magic and stuff like that right right which who could blame him yeah uh, which is fine, yeah, of course. Like, uh, yeah, I love Duncan Trussell to death. Um, he's, he's, he's so awesome. I wish he was doing more stuff now, but he's, he's being more quiet now. Yeah, and I think that's because what we're talking about. He probably is a agent of light in some way, you know what I mean? Eventually, eventually the waters and the oil will have to separate in some way, so... Like, the question you're asking, is all of Hollywood or all celebrities like that? I think a good gauge is, like, how much of a celebrity are these people? You know what I mean? Are they, like, are they mega stars? Because if you ask me that question, like, are all mega stars? Did they all make the deal? Yeah, I would say yes. But then, but then I think about, dude, like, there's little, Keanu Reeves. I think about, go ahead, Eric, what, what about Keanu Reeves? Yeah, but see, I don't, besides, besides his movies, which he just happened to be lucky where he hit it in all, like, he's, he's been here for a lot of different generations. So, like, he, yeah. but he, be, he, besides The Matrix, 
stuff that even John Wick is is big, but besides those two, let's say, he's not a he's 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 not a mega star. He's not a. Uh, oh, no, and I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He he's he's not a Tom Hanks or a fucking you know Denzel Washington or a I was Al Pacino. I was watching Saving Private. I think that's a pretty Sorry, say that again. Yeah, I would say so too. Morgan might be a a, okay. a weird exception to the rule, right? Because he kind of is a megastar. Right. Yeah. And the things that he has to say about like racism and stuff is so like it's so interesting. Like uh, you know, uh, you know, he he he's the one that I kind of got that quote from. Like he was like, uh, you know. Why do we even have a Black History Month? That doesn't make any sense. Why don't we just have an American History Month? Like, anytime you're going to separate month by by race, uh, by race, you're going to keep the separation going. Yeah, he still sees through it, where he's like, nah, this is still divide. Like, it might seem yeah. like you're trying to celebrate something, but you're still dividing it by putting it in a category. Yeah, would you be fair? I like to only ask uh, the host, I don't to be interviewed with some news reporter. We have yeah. any, uh, like, do you want a Jewish history month? But the guy's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I should have You know, he played a really good god, too, right? Yeah. Morgan Freeman as a human god. I loved him in the Evan and Bruce Almighty. Oh, yeah. oh you mean God playing Morgan Freeman? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> wow, that would be a real twist, wouldn't it? Okay, everybody stop for a second. Yeah. You want to reset your two, Iggy? No, I'm good, buddy. So, so two techno, they've got a much more sophisticated, um, uh, Not much. Judah, what, am, what are you looking at right now? What's my studio look like, Judah? Spout it off. Uh, we got some tie-dye over here. A couple pirate paraphernalia. <laughs> we got fucking... Uh, we got badly made, like, rocking horses. And, hey. Hey, but that's not a rocking horse. I was on drugs. Oh, that was Rocky. Rocky's yeah. punching the horse. <laughs> um, and then there's families. Is like... Fucking, it's live, laugh, and love. Okay, that's all I'm saying. And then the. It's a shitty, it's a dirty ass garage, completely cluttered with random shit. And the love for beer in the air. And must we bring up Marilyn Monroe in a black body? And more tie dye. The rest of it's just storage. Yeah, but it's a studio. Yeah, it's a it's a garage that's really dirty, and I have the laptop on a little party station where we drink a lot of beer, and there's a lot of beer stains. And Sometimes the piano comes out. There's weed, cigarette, and God knows what ash, and empty beer cans, and it's no. Beautiful. At one time, had got from this place. I want to have that eventually. It, it does the trick. Yeah, it does the trick for sure. And the in-person thing is something that I. I really want to have is in person because that that makes the conversation even better when you're like in person with people. Yeah, it does. It puts it on a different yeah. different level. Yeah, because you're eye to eye with somebody. 100%. Is that for something? But it's harder. It's harder to talk over people like we've been doing this whole fucking time. I know. Sorry, dude. 
I'm a little boss. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fun. It's fun, and it's going to be fun. Anybody who is going to tune in, I, unless you're going to have fun. Jacob, unless you're Joe Rogan, like on alcohol, where he's like, he's yeah. super aggressive towards his own viewer. He just has um, different moods, huh, Rogan? Yeah. Go ahead, Jacob. Go ahead. It's What you're doing, man? I don't Dude, even. I don't even the know. Master debater. What? What can be gained from this? Dude, shut the fuck up. What? <laughs> oh yeah, you're still. He's my Eric. <laughs> Dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey Eric, call me. We're gonna create a separate podcast. You're gonna have a podcast. Let me step on and your we're toes. Be right next to each other, you can hear the other podcast, like in the background. <laughs> but we're screaming at each other, like. You guys fucking suck. You guys want to talk about gay rights? You guys are faggots. <laughs> we'll be very Republican. I don't, even, I don't even remember where I was going with that. Three-way podcast. No, I was going to say, Eric, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, Chinese. I was going to say, I was going to say, like, with how, like, Morgan Freeman, with, like, the racism and, like, the things that he has to say, like, I saw someone on my Facebook pointing that out. They're all, oh, well, the pandemic happens for how long? A year? Was it a whole year? Now? Yeah, it's, yeah. Been, it's been a year plus. They're all, honestly. it's a whole year, and now they're shifting from that to gun control. And he was like, yeah. like, it was quiet for a while, but now. Yeah. intertwined just as far as the main agenda which is to cause chaos and separate there's two agendas going on <clears throat> the main agenda that's happening is to divide and conquer it's the oldest trick in the book and it's blatant it's yeah. it's categorizing from the very get-go black white racial and it's it's going from okay so that to gay straight democrat republican uh city folk rural folk you know all of it. Christian, Catholic, Jewish, whatever religion, every every little uh, red and blue, Wildcats, Arizona State. Like it's a it's a complete agenda to separate. This is no stop. And then the 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 when it comes to the gun laws, that's part of it too because the the number one threat is to separate. But even if separated, they can still be a force because eventually, common folk when dealing with an oppressor, will gather. You know, uh, oh, my, my truest friend and ally. Like, think, let's think about The Hobbit, right? right? Right, Battle of the Five Armies. They're all about to kill each other. Right, so it's a bad three <clears throat> I'm just saying. So, Battle, Battle of Five Armies. Huh? Hold on. Is there a side podcast happening for real? Yeah. yeah. No. No. All right, so... Okay. <laughs> so Battle of Five Armies, right? 
Yeah, everybody's it's allegory. It's, they're all ready to kill each other. But as soon as they hear the hounds, right? They hear the wolves and they're upon us. Like immediately they start complimenting each other. Uh, that's that will just happen. So that's yeah. that's what's happening in real life. That's what the agenda is. It's first get them fighting and attack. But the only way they can attack is if the other side can't fight back. And that is what the real agenda is, is to enslave. And the only way you can enslave is by being a bully. And you can't be a bully if your citizens are armed. You can't. Damn. They don't want that war. They don't want that bloodshed. They want us to concede and give up and be like, okay, here, have it. That's why it's psychological. That's why there's not chaos in countries with guns it never is and it never will be that's the crazy thing it never will be because they're cowards they have no power unless we give it to them so Jacob there's a song that sums up Jacob there's a song that sums up all of that what Isaiah just said yeah what song is playing on the Hobbit when they're in the burning tree They have no uh-huh. wings. Oh, yeah. Oh, what shall we do with the funny little thing? Oh, what shall we do? That pretty much summed, that summed up the whole thing, dude. Except not 15, it's like a couple million. Billion, really. It's a lot. A couple billion. It's a lot. The weird thing about right now, though, is that it's not a lot. Because there actually are a lot of nations that are at least lacking when it comes to firearms and firearms rights and, and uh, being able to defend like yourself. Canada? Yeah. Like the UK, you got Venezuela, you got... You got Gosh, Venezuela's in a mess. I mean, e- even like Canada. If you think about Canada... They can own a gun, but they can't own a... They're, they're, they're on their way to gun control? Is that what you're saying? Well, not only that, but like they're limited and also they're already going through camps like the people are literally encamped right now as far as quarantine where they're being guarded like in, in full like FEMA camps if you call it FEMA I don't know what they call it there but left FEMA yeah Canada's kicking in doors and and telling people they need to go here and there and they can they can't go to the store they can't like, you know, they have to have hall passes. Yeah, yeah, curfews. I just served a couple the other day, and they're they're staying in America, and they're actually thinking about just being like, well, I'll have to get extradited to leave. Because they were saying how bad it is in, like, Quebec, and, and how Damn. they have people literally locked in, because they Can- call them... Uh, Canada's, like, little... Communities. Families. They're called communities. Where you have to, you can. Yeah, they're stuck. Come here, bud. Come here, come sit. Sorry, Solomon. Solomon came out. Shout out to the Sauls. Like, question is, like, like, as far as, like, like, obviously the overall goal 
that we're, we're saying is that, like, complete domination, complete control, right? It's just control, yeah. Say that again? Sorry. Yeah. No, just like the, 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 the whole idea is to, to control and to force everybody to submission, blah, blah, blah. But this so like, what does that do then in the end for them? Like, what, is, what does complete submission do for the powers that, that be? Well, I don't think, I don't think they really want complete submission. I think they would love it to just maintain the way it's been, where you have a bunch of dummy down slaves and they're harvesting whatever they want to harvest and and keeping humanity down. I don't think they really want to turn it into what our worst fears would be, you know, which would be complete Terminator 2 annihilation and craziness. I don't think that is what they would really want. But I think they're they're or we or the collective is is making that come to pass because there's a mass awakening happening and they're trying to put that's why everything's going so chaotic is because because there's pressure from the other side right now there, there's an awakening happening and so we're seeing all, we're seeing all this madness and and attempt it's like a, a a money grab at the end like oh my god you know they're, some they're pulling we're pulling the rug out from under them is what's happening right and so what what would they get out of that kind of you know total control nothing sorry situations does happen there are stuff like that that does happen and whether it's not whether or not it's malicious probably both but as far as the stuff that we're talking about like George Floyd and this the bitch that pulled out her taser or thought she pulled out her taser like that shit yeah I think that shit's a hundred percent orchestrated 
And I think you can, yeah, and I think you can tell because there's so many loop, there's so many holes. There's so much shit where it's like, especially with the taser bit. Yeah. Common sense tells you if you've ever grabbed a toy gun or a real gun, they feel different. The mechanics are different. The way, just the simple aspect of how it feels in your hand is different. And I don't care how scared you are. You know, and I've seen the video. At the time. How do you forget that your guns are and your tasers on your left? There you go. I think you can tell when things are that simple and there's there's those kind of holes where people on a mass scale are talking about it. I think you can immediately tell that that is part of the agenda and the it's part of the the show. So going deeper into that thought, do you think that there was actually someone who who was say that again? Person? Someone who what? Like going. Like, going deeper into that, do you think that there was somebody that, like, visited that woman or that other cop and was like, we need you to kill a black person? Well, that or, you know, if we could we could go deep and talk like MK Ultra and <clears throat> Zoolander shit where they wouldn't, like, there was some kind of something that went on and maybe they, maybe in their mind they were innocent, but they were triggered. Triggered to cause it, some kind of ma- some kind of hypnosis. You know, I listened to I listened to some crazy shit along the same lines when it talks about if you if you delve into like all the big crazy serial killers, and I'm talking, you know, uh, I'm talking Charles. He wasn't a serial killer, but I'm talking like Charles Manson, John Wayne Gacy. Uh, talking about the e- uh, e- even going back to the Son of Sam and all that. Like these, the Unabomber. All these, yeah, all these people have something in common. They had some, at least a little bit of military training. Oh, you can even go. You can even go to uh, what's his name that uh, allegedly fought J or shot JFK, Hart Oswald, Lee Harvey Oswald. All these people, they have all had military training. They've all had connections with the same people. Timothy McVeigh. Yeah, Tim McVeigh. All these, yeah, exactly. All these things that are really, you know, pop culture chaos. They all have a lot. They're they're an intertwined web. Where I think there's a lot of stuff that is completely orchestrated, whether or not it could be unbeknownst to the person who actually does the deed. Even the guy who shot uh, John Lennon, you know that? He was he, he was good friends he was good yeah, he was good friends with uh uh oh god, I can't remember his name now. But he was he was he was good friends with movie or uh music moguls. He was in the again, he was he had a military background. Yeah. He was trained I don't know. That's very that. That's a stance. Very, very similar to Jack Ruby. Yeah, Jack Ruby. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby was connected to a lot of big players. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. And uh, one thing, that, one thing that I read was that the uh, when 
there. Right, poor guy. Well, he was in prison. <laughs> yeah. He, um, the doctor that had visited him in his prison cell was one of the guys that was running MK Ultra. How crazy is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, to bring it back to what we were talking about, at some point, it's just obvious, right? At least as far as it's kind, of, it, it, it's partially, if not completely, orchestrated. A lot of a lot of this stuff. Yeah. A lot of this and stuff. There's so many. There's just, yeah, and there's just like so many connections. Like you were saying, like all these people are connected in some like really weird way. Like, like again, Jack Ruby and the Doctor of MK Ultra. MK Ultra being connected to. They connected MK Ultra to the Unabomber and to um, the Tunnels Under Tucson. Uh, oh, yeah. And to Charles Manson. Yeah. And even and, and that to bring it back dives into the music industry. The, yeah. The the same like if we're talking uh uh what's his name Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison was yeah. part. His dad was his dad was a, a a general, not a general. I can't remember the name now, but he was he was he was in the navy. He was a admiral. That's what it was. An admiral that was was the main uh, admiral of the Gulf of Tonkin, which got us into the Vietnam War. The Gulf of Tonkin, yeah. uh, like one of the first false flags that we can think about. You know, if we're talking like 9-11 yeah. and, and the Unabomber and like all these little attacks, the Vegas shooting, all these weird things that, that stir a rise, Jim Morrison's dad was the main contributor of the Gulf of Tonkin. And then if you look at Jim Morrison before he was, was the lead guy of the Doors, and people think about Jim Morrison, he's got the long hair, he's a rocker, right? He's amazing. Look yeah. at pictures. Look at pictures before he was in the Doors. That guy looked like he was the fucking valedictorian of Harvard. He was clean cut, you know, buttoned up shirt. He, nerd. He was a fucking nerd. And then he became this sexy, you know, MK Ultra pop culture god. Jacob, who did Cajun Man see in hell? Jacob? What? SNL Cajun Man. What? Who did he see in hell? Jim Morrison. <laughs> Jim Morrison. <laughs> a, who else? Satan. <laughs> you know, you know what's interesting too? There's another weird connection too because like, uh, you know, you know the, the whole, uh, the whole big, uh, controversy with, uh, 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 David, in uh yeah in uh in Texas yeah Waco know, the whole thing where yeah Waco where the you know the ATF essentially went over, up and over and above their rights and they went in and essentially killed you know, they they people. killed them all we, we could we, we could argue Almost all. that maybe there was a reason I'll never take the side of cultish thinking for sure. David Koresh was weird, for sure. Yeah. 
but you know the, there was no there was no reason like I don't even know how many children burned alive in that place. You know, it was it was something uh, crazy as far as women and children. It was like I know I'm wrong, but it was in the area of like seven or eight women and like twelve kids or something like that. There's a lot of people, a lot of innocent people. Innocent people, yeah, like, you could say David Koresh, yeah, whatever, but, like, it was innocent people. And, um, you know, this is interesting, I just thought about it right now, was um, the guy who, uh, Timothy McVeigh, he said the reason that he did that, the Oklahoma City bombing, was Mm -hmm. because of the tyranny that was brought down upon... Um, on Waco. Upon the, the, yeah, upon them. The and new, God, I think, what were they I called? Thought, the New Eden something? or I can't remember. I can't remember what they called themselves, but, uh, you know, I, I stop and I think, and I think, do, do they have that kind of mind that they could plan it that far ahead? Right. Like that people off? Like MK Ultra, like all that other shit. Like, are, oh. are they that articulate? Are you saying, like, do you think they're capable of doing that kind of shit? No, I'm saying, do you think that they did that to Waco, knowing that they could trigger somebody? I don't know, man. I think it's all connected, though. They're probably, they're probably, you know, offspring of that kind of MKUltra mind warp, you know, chaos seed. I, I think so. I don't know if they, they have it down to such a science that they know exactly when shit's going to pop off, but I think they're definitely able to to manipulate certain people to, like Zoolander, you know, same thing, like go to a day spa, go to a special training, and you're in the military, uh, men staring at ghosts type shit, and they put you through certain stuff, and... and before you know it, your mind's bent and you don't even know it's bent, and then you go out in public and they do a trigger. I think so. I think it's possible to. I think. I think they're doing that for sure. <clears throat> do you think that there's? Do you think that there's things like behind the scenes that maybe we don't even know about, like uh, um, like do you think that they could like? <sighs> Like the, the seems pretty uh, intense, right, when you think about it like that, where literally yeah. they're pushing a remote, uh, maybe, yeah. but when it comes to, like, the Vegas shooting, I think that was a complete setup, I don't even think that guy 
knew what the fuck. That guy was probably that guy was probably dead hours before the shooting happened, and they planted his ass. Oh, uh, George Foreman. You know, there were there were a lot of people involved in that. I think I don't I don't think that guy ever picked up a gun and shot at somebody. I think he was a complete patsy, where his corpse just happened to be there, and that there was uh, multiple people raining down on people and. Yeah, yeah, the cases. But first of all, did you know the cases that they found though in there? Huh. It was a lot more than what than what he was carrying in the videos, like coming up to his place. The, right. I mean, he would have had to made a few trips to be able to get that kind of firepower that he had. Like he, he looked like he was trying to. You know, battle the resistance. Yeah. No. Did you say I don't know if this means anything. It just popped in my head. But they um, they blew him up with a robot. <laughs> they what? They blew him up with a robot. That guy. Really? Damn, that's even weirder, right? Yeah, that feels weird, and like, I don't know that that has to do with anything, but that, yeah, like, I just thought about it right now, like, yeah, they drove like a, a remote control car, and it blew yeah. up. So, what, so, so, even thinking that way, like, so they, they drove a car in there. Did they slip it under the door? Or did they have the door open and be like, Alright, hold on, we got a gift for you. You know what I mean? Was there a banana film? Yeah. Yeah, like, let me, did they slide it under like a card and then it was like a transformer that turned into a little bomb car and drove in there and blew it up? Yeah. Or were they just trying to make the crime scene a little muddlier? Yeah, interesting, right? Yeah. What, what? If they had the door open... Yeah. You know, you have the door open, you pop his ass, or you rush him and take him down and you drag him out. Makes no sense. You're not in, you're not in Afghanistan where they have a fucking sheet over the, and you sneak a fucking, you know, remote control drone in there and blow him up. You're in Vegas in a hotel. Kick the fucking door in. Rushing up there after the chaos that it ensued, which, by the way, didn't he? Didn't he? Uh, uh, wasn't there a security guard shot too in, in the melee and process? So apparently he killed the security guard. Yeah. Right. So did he? And I'm not versed on it. Did he kill him before or after? You know what I'm saying? Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't did know. he have to get in his room? So. Okay, so let's say that happened, right? 
Vegas is the most watched place on the earth when it comes to cameras and footage. Like, you can't... Yeah, exactly. At least in America. So, let's say he did do that. Let's say the story stands up and he kills a security guard to get to his fucking room. And then posts up with multiple weapons. Starts popping people. That's your first... That's your... That's your first... That's your idea is that we're gonna go... Okay, we're gonna sneak up there. And we're gonna drop a fucking remote control drone to slide under the door, get in there and blast him so we can get... He's he's that dangerous. If it was a real situation, you got three cops. One's holding the little fucking, you know, door buster. Blast it open. The other two come through, flashlights. Somebody shot, and then they drop him down. They secured... Makes no sense. None of it made any sense. Even if you hear the video, the footage of people getting shot, you can hear multiple areas being shot. You can hear, anybody who's been to a shooting range can tell one gun or three guns. Isaiah's not here. I'm just saying Isaiah had to go take care of his kid. 
This is the Babysitter's Club. Yeah, what, do you, what do you think about that, Judah? I didn't hear any of that. I was dealing with the, the bastard of Pomerine. defensive mechanism just like the other way around yeah like exactly yeah like we're like wait a minute like let it know like wait no you make a you make a you make a white man feel like a minority even if he's not Too. I got shot. Well, no, not mace, but I got pepper sprayed by Carlos on accident. Like, like 
just for like demonic, like the black eyes and the fucking, the make like, they look like demons. I was like, holy shit. So I started freaking out, dude. And you know, by the time I get home, I'm like, oh man, demons are real. Like, fuck this. Grab your gun, motherfuckers. Shit's going down. Damn. And, uh, really, anyway, I'm going, I'm just going crazy, like I do when I get drunk. And, uh, I get the cops call on me, and it takes six of them to stick me in the cop car. <laughs> Unsurprising. Yeah, and then, you know. I don't believe it. The human tractor. Because <laughs> I didn't want to get in the cop car, so it took six of them to put me in, I didn't want to get out of the cop car, and we got to the impound, so it took, like, you know, five of them trying to get me out. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm past, so I'll get him up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 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 wait, wait, so when, yeah, when did they mace you? They missed while I was in the car, so I didn't want to get, oh my gosh, the police station. Oh, so the, did the mace knock you out? feeling when they hit you with the mace? Like, was it burning your eyes? I've never been hit with mace, actual mace. Yeah, you burn like a motherfucker. Your vision is all blurred. Like, you have fucking eyelashes like all over your eyes. Like, mm. you can't see. It accelerates the growth of the eyelashes. Hey. The f- hey, when they pulled, when they pulled Eric out of the car, the first thing he said was, we're all agreed that the mass was a good idea. But if you're gonna be better, he's like, "Hey, don't ask me, ask from anything from me or mine." <laughs> oh man! Yeah. This was something that we uh, we had talked about discussing for a long time, but we never got to discuss it. Okay. Uh, uh, cool, cool, Wildcat. Hit it. Yeah, hey, cool. Like, uh, if you're willing, like, what happened when you and Judah were up in Dragoon and you had that trip? Oh, my God. I still can't get it out of him. Well, there's a reason that you can't get it. I'm not holding anything secret. It's Yeah, right. You're all have no words for what was bestowed upon me. Yeah, that'd be like, I don't know how to describe it, but it would be like coming up on Moses after he was at the burning bush and tripped his nuts off. And, you know, like it was, a, it was an experience... The deepest and most powerful and scary and happy and just every emotion. I was in another realm for like five hours. But he could still see the physical realm. I could still see what was happening. Like I understood what we were doing, kind of. He, Cody uh, was driving around. And I, Judah was sleeping in the I was, back. No, I, even then, like during our trip, we're. I was trying to go to sleep. I was just... Oh, I'm gonna take a. I don't even have that much honey. I'm gonna take a little bit of it. I'm gonna act like I'm tripping. I'm gonna go to sleep. That was my idea. Shrooms did not agree. 
yeah. yeah, he never fell asleep, but... No, but Isaiah said he could see me, and he, like, saw me. I was worried, sleeping. I was worried about him when we were going, when I was going through it, because we were driving around. Yeah, and- because I still hadn't, I hadn't slept well. I slept, like, either no hours or maybe, like, two hours. Yeah, it was... So, I, I didn't want to go on the trip, and they... I agreed to go, but I didn't want to go on it. Once it was happening, you didn't yeah. Want once it was happening, yeah. and I was like, yeah, and I'm like there, and I'm like, I'm just gonna fucking fall asleep on these guys. And I was the opposite. Like I had been planning this for a good two weeks. Yeah, and then they did it, and I'm like, I'm just trying to go to sleep, and like, it's like if you turn on the lights and suddenly a TV turned on, that's what happened. And you know what's beautiful about that trip for me is like, it wasn't an accident. It wasn't an accident. Like, I was planning that for two weeks. I already had, I had two chocolates and a little bit of honey. I wish I could have had a little bit of it. Dude, if you would have had half of that chocolate. No, I just want a quarter. I'm just saying, like, if you would have had half of that, you would have been in another, you would have been like Jesus on the fucking space shuttle. Okay, well, you guys had the whole thing, so (laughs) what's that like? Oh, yeah, I ate the whole, I ate the whole thing. And then splashed your way out. But that was the beauty of it for me, and I still look back at it like it was a spiritual journey from the get-go because I, that was the whole reason I went. Like It wasn't like previous times when I've tripped before where it was like, you know, something happened that was unexpected. It was still unexpected and undescribable or indescribable, but... I went there for that reason. Like I, it was like jumping in cold water. Like I had it planned for two weeks. I had an ounce divided in two chocolates. Yeah, I had two chocolates, an ounce total, so half ounce chocolates when it came to mushrooms, and then I had a little bit of honey. My plan was to force myself into the uncomfortable state of mushroom land, and then I even. Yeah, I even had it planned where my buddy Cody, he he knows the uh, uh, Council Rock. He's got the best playlist. Dude, he has the best psychedelic playlist ever. But you know, he knows Council Rock, where Coach East and them were meeting. Like, I, I wanted to go to, like a spiritual ground too. And we're sitting in the dragoon. Yeah, there's hieroglyphs from Coach East, and and you know, it's the stronghold basically. Swatting dog. I became puking dog that day. Second to Willem. But I went up there and I forced him down and I'm I'm not lying. It took like five minutes before I started feeling tracers. And it was like... Uh, the witch is really fast because you have to wait. It was like, quick. You guys, mm-hmm. normally I would think you would have to wait 20, 30 minutes before you feel something. Usually, yeah. But you hit it heavy. Yeah. I hit it heavy, and also, like I, I like I was saying, I think I think it was sick. part of my the plan. Like I was anticipating already, so I was already in the spiritual mode. <laughs> Your stomach's already like, okay, this isn't food. What the? Hold on, what yeah. the fuck is? This? What is all this shit? Shove the, it to the brain. The brick came out. Of the- <laughs> yeah, and I remember looking in the distance and being like. Oh shit, I'm about to go under. Did you feel like, did you feel like, did you feel like Alice through the looking glass or was it something different? Kind of, yeah, kind of, kind of like that. Kind of like a through the looking glass. Yeah. But 
I was, uh, I had a weird mixture of feeling. I, I was ready because I've been prepping myself, but I was also so terrified because I knew, you know, when it's different when you're like, if you're slowly smoking something or, or you're, you know, drinking a few beers, like, yeah, I'm going to get a little buzz. When you know that you have a half an ounce of really good mushrooms that you just literally belly bombed in like 10 bites, just... You know there's no turning back once you make that last swallow. Yeah. So immediately, you might not be feeling something, but your spirit is like, I'm in. I'm in. I've signed off for this. Now it's time to ride. Gary, I said I'm in. I'm in, Gary. So it was like an anticipation and, and, and anxiety mixed with like courage where it's like, all right, Let's do this. But then, I started getting a little nauseated. I threw up. And and then Cody's like, hey, man, let's go take a little ride. Let's go. Well, he threw up first. He threw up first. He threw up first, yeah. He was spraying all over, and I, like, I'm just still laying there. I haven't left my spot forever. Maybe I shifted left or right. But I'm still fucking trying to go to sleep while everyone's being weird, and I'm just like, I just want to fucking sleep, and I'm like fucking watching. I don't know. I dream of genie. Like as soon as I like close my eyes, it turned into a sitcom. <laughs> and I'm just like. Oh, and he says being weird, but we were literally like, we were trying to get into it, right? Yeah. Like we were trying to be like I was no, sitting no, there like, like trying. Like we were trying said, to like pose. Says, Next time we meet, we're gonna get weird, dude. Right. We were trying to get weird and not even get weird but like get centered like it was a complete spiritual journey on purpose but 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 there was no way to anticipate what happened in my mind and there is actually no way to describe it I know that I once Cody was like let's go take a drive after he puked and I puked and it was funny too cause gosh you guys were both splashers I'm puking and he's like Cody had just got done puking, mind you. And he, well, you got, you got to meet Cody. You got to meet this guy, man. He's a, he's a great soul. Tombstone native, like his family's been there since the times that made Tombstone famous. But I love him. Yeah, he's, he's amazing guy. He's like a guru. But as I'm puking, and mind you, he's wiping puke off his mouth. He's all, hey, bro. He's like, I think you're just getting rid of all the bad shit, all the bad shit in you. And I'm throwing up, and I'm like, oh, and he's like, he's like, just let it out, and he did. And he's like, all right, let's go take a drive. And we start driving in the in the the dragoons up by Sheep's Head, and yeah, that's when it just the, blasted off. And, and I didn't care at all because I was <laughs> I was still trying to go to sleep in the back of like this four wheel vehicle, and they're romping, and I'm just like, I'm laying in the back, Isaiah and Cody are in the front, and I'm just like, I'm like. When they pause to, like, look at something, I'm just like, oh, thank goodness. 30 seconds of sleep. Well, and that's what's funny is the whole time we were driving, like, I wasn't... <laughs> what about that? I boy? wasn't along the... That was weird shit. But I wasn't along for, like, the safari. I wasn't peeking out the window and being like, whoa, look at this, look at everything. Like, I was completely in my head the whole time. I was... I was... Yeah. There was shit going on. Like, I was literally in court. Where I was just, I was just in court, man. I was, I was having like 
a self judgment, but in a good way, not like a negative one. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Yo, Greg, you still there? He said it was in the butt. Hey, hey, shout out to Ray Bones. I messaged him. He read my message, and I'm waiting on him to answer. Yeah. Dude. He only reads back to gays, Jacob. Oh yeah, you look alright. I look at, I looked at your Tinder. He's all I looked at your credits. Not that great. No, I sent him I sent him this whole message. I was like, hey man, like like I don't know, like I've I've followed you my whole life and I and I and I just want to like I don't know if you've ever had a chance to talk, but like I'm a nobody but I'm a fan and I love you for who you are and everything else and like like I would love to have you on the cast, like such an amazing cast. One cast for the love. What if you interviewed him and he's just, he sounded like some fucking redneck just trying to say, oh, what's up, Jake? Oh, yeah, that was, you know, oh, yeah, Ray Bolt. Yeah, that was my old shit. My name's actually fucking Dale. My name's actually Spray Bolt. Yeah, my name's Raven. I haven't gone by that name since the 80s. Oh, but then, then a swordsman comes to join it, up to him, and he's like, my name's Raymond Bolton. Oh, my God. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Yo, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, Wallace, Wallace has sucked York. Say that'd be amazing, man. That'd be such a great, that'd be an amazing podcast. No, but Greg or Eric, <laughs> Eric, I still haven't heard you. Are you still there? I'm still here. Well, you didn't hear him, Judah, because you called him Greg again. I thought his name was Greg Gergen. No, I'm just kidding. No, I just wanted to make sure you were still there, uh, Eric, because. Uh, yeah, Neither me or you are like very present here, so I was just like, <laughs> I was just making sure we were both on this and listening. Hey Eric, Eric, did you not, bro? Eric, just, just don't say what I say, okay? Go. One drop of blue, one drop of blue. I like Eric's version better. <laughs> yeah. You make my dick grow. You know, one drop of the blood. 
tripping so hard that I'm completely So I'm just like, okay, we're going in the truck. I had a gallon of water. I was like, just keep drinking the water. You know what you're in for. I don't remember any of the driving when it came to the landscape. I knew we were driving. But the whole time, I'm in court with myself. Or, or at least, whatever, my higher self or whatever you want to call it. So the judge is telling me, like, just breaking shit down for me and kind of, it's like having every bad emotion go on with nobody being singled out. So every hatred I've ever had, but not having a victim, every feeling of jealousy I've ever had, but not having a victim, every, every, uh, even sad feeling I've had, but not having a reason to be sad was all just flooding me. And at the end, which, when I say the end, this we're talking like four hours of driving. At the end, there was this weird feeling of like, you see all that shit I showed you? Like, all that shit, that's all you? Yeah. It's all self-induced? 
And you need to realize that this is a gift that you're here and you're polluting yeah. it by feeling all these things because none of it matters. Yeah. The only thing that matters right. is love and that you yep. are polluting the waters of love in your own world. And that's what I felt. I remember yeah. get, like coming to, there was some pit stop. Because Cody, he's, a, he's what you would call a uh, psychonaut. Like he trips a lot. You know, he's used to it. So, even his dose, he was tripping balls, but he's also like, well, this isn't that bad. I've been here before. Not me. I was like, oh, my my brain is split in half. Yeah, yeah, Cody's just like, he's like, oh, that hit me a little good on the brain. He's all, he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's all, it's a little bit more than I'm used to. <laughs> right. You could tell yeah. that Cody was tripping. he was fucking four-wheeling mm-hmm. through a freaking drag room, dude. Mm-hmm. Hi. Yeah. He was hard. Seeing, he was seeing like 3D and we're just like he was I'm tripping hard. The back road. I would say he was tripping yeah. as hard as I was, but he was functional because he had been there, right? Because he had played Red Racer. Yeah. It was the same thing. He's yeah, that. where he put it in he 3D mode that. without the goggles. Remember yeah. that Red Racer? You could put it in 3D mode, I but you had to have the goggles. I, I tried to get 3D goggles to do that. Yeah, he still knew how to. He still knew how to function. Yeah. But it's like if you get a functioning pot smoker, the where they can smoke as much as they want, and they dry. They do everybody at the Crystal Palace. <laughs> Not me. No, I mean all the cooks. You're all the permanent employees. <laughs> no, but the, there was a pit stop that happened where it was a weird like. It was a. I came out of the dream a little bit. And I remember we're sitting there, and, and Cody's like, "I gotta pull over and drink a beer," because he had like he had some Mike's Hearts or something that he likes to drink. And he stepped out and he started drinking. And we were talking, and I, I was I just was tripping still, but I was like functional. And I was like, "Man, I was all it's it's all love, huh? Like it's all love, isn't it?" And he was trying to cater to me, but he didn't know what I was talking about. And I was like, "That was the message that I got," and that's that's ingrained in me still like that is still the message I get is that it is really just that and then everything that stems off of that even hate even the dark shit everything that stems off of that just becomes at its darkest it becomes a weird perversion of it but it all comes from the same feeling which is purpose and love and like you know what I'm saying? It's the source. The source is love. My trip was my trip. My trip was telling me like, quit fucking around. Like, quit, quit caring about this bullshit. And to be honest, the number one thing that was driven home for me was more of like, stop worrying that you are not doing enough. Stop worrying that you have something to fulfill. That you're not doing, you have a mission. That yes. you're you're gonna be the new Moses, Jesus, this and that. Like, stop even thinking like that because that's not what it's about. That's indoctrinating. I said, I'm gonna fight you. I'm doing all that. So, and that really helped me a lot. And you can notice that, right, Jacob? You under, you understand that? Where I'm like, when I first started looking into weird shit and and discovering stuff and awakening, like. I could I could sometimes come off as preachy in a weird way and like hey yeah. 
you know, I learned this, you should think about this and blah, blah, blah. Where now, like, I don't feel that anymore. Like, I don't. Yeah, a lot of that shit, though, like, like if I could kind of level with, like, there was some, some sort of insecurities of my own, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, when we were getting spiritual talks, it could... It could very easily be like, oh, no, 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 you need to understand this is this and that is that. Where now, I don't feel that way anymore. I hear I hear other conversations and I'm, I don't grasp onto them and cling to them, but I also don't dismiss them anymore because the fuck do I know? And what the fuck do I care? Well, and the fight, the fight is bigger than all that dumb shit. Right. It's not even a fight. That's what the problem is. Right. The fight is the problem. Yeah. The conflict, yeah. It's like being in quicksand. You know, the more you, the more you struggle, the more you sink. Yes. Which, I'm really upset yeah. there's not a lot more sinking sounds because I was prepared for that. Like, the, like on Princess Bride, the, the lightning sand? I wasn't prepared for anyone with six fingers on one hand. You know he actually knocked him out when he hit him? Uh, I heard that. Did he really? Yeah, on accident. He was just like... (laughs) When Count Drago hit him? Or what was his name? Six fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he gets for being uh, Who else was he? He was the guy from Saw. He was on uh, Liar Liar. He was on... Uh, he was on Saw? The first one? Yeah, he was on the first Saw. He was the main character. Oh, yeah. Damn, I didn't even know that one. Oh, he was the da- stepdad in Liar Liar. Yeah, he was the stepdad in Liar Liar. He was from Robin Hood Men in Tights. Of course. I, I know that him. Yeah, I don't think you do. <laughs> He's only mostly dead. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Get, get back, Jacob. Sorry. This should go forever. No, we're already two hours in. How crazy is that? <laughs> what the hell? Jacob, I was, uh, I was, Jacob, I was chatting that girl that you know about that girl you and Dad both know. The, that girl I was talking to. Yeah. And uh, I, I called her one night and I was like, Hey, I'm getting ready. Uh, I'm getting ready for bed. You mind if I give you a call? And she's like, "Yeah, cool." And then by the time that call ended, it was like 40 minutes, and I was like, "I know I said it was only gonna be short, but you have a good night now." What were you guys phone sexing? God, I wish. Yeah. Like you said, the pipes are clogged, Isaiah. Jacob, be a ho- be a host and carry us on. Yeah, what I was going to say is, like, like I don't know if you, when you're listening to the cast of me and Lupe, when we came on an hour, he was like, whoa, already? And I was like, yeah, already. And uh, I think something happens with time, you know, when you're when you're getting into these sorts of conversations, like, like yeah, you could say, you could say, time flies when you're having fun, but I, I truly think that something happens with time when people of like minds meet and they converse about things like that. I agree. I agree with that. At least in our consciousness, in our consciousness, right? Yeah. It just freezes or doesn't exist and skips ahead. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, like like it, it controls time itself. I, of course, we're gonna have no science for it, and I'm just I'm just talking. But like, I, I really do think that something happens there. But uh, um, so we're on two hours now, Isaiah. I wanted to close it out with uh, I wanted to ask you so so I think I think we all sort of understand like the darkness of the world. And, and the evils at work, and the good at work, and the blah, blah, blah. Isaiah, what is the what is the end game though? Like what? Jacob, the end what game is hold on, hold on. the best side was the dragons of earth. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but what does that mean? Yeah, we'll get into that another time, Judas. No, we can't get into that. Okay. But yeah, Judas, right? The dragons of earth had it right, but um. Like what is what is the what is the end goal, right? Like the so, I don't know. Just just what, what do you think? Are we supposed to leave this world? Like what? Is this world believable? It's unbelievable. I don't know, man. I think of it as a game in a way. I think there's probably different hold on, levels. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, let Eric chirp in here. Yeah, yeah. And then Izzy, you're gonna carry it on. Well, man, that's why it's called the unknown, because nobody really has an idea of what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's not wrong. As far as your magic Kindle, it could be anything. Yeah, it could be anything, right? <laughs> yeah, I would say, yeah, that's 100%, actually. I have my opinions, but like, yeah, you're not wrong. Your own personal, what's your own personal opinion, Mike? Is, is, the, is the purpose to get off this world, or is the purpose that we just... We just fix this world. Like, what's the end goal as far as... Maybe it's just like a that. test. Maybe see how... You, how um, maybe it's just... Uh, maybe it's just a test to yeah. show how far one side could go to the left. Good versus bad. Whatever. It's not even like the people performing the test is saying like, they are for or against. They're just looking to see what happens. Like if uh, entertainment. If there's a cell that keeps reproducing, does it all believe the same thought? Will it always believe the same thought? Maybe it's a research type thing. Who's so? Who's researching it? Maybe. It's What's the research for? Maybe it's about those, uh, like those aliens that Roku was talking about, where they will only come save you. The Watchers. Like, yeah, if you're only worthy of it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know, man. I think Eric kind of summed it up in one way. Where it's like, you really can't know. My opinion is that whatever it is, the best way I can relate it to is it's, it is definitely a simulation. It is definitely some kind of, if not chaotically roughly orchestrated where be it our collective consciousness or something higher is trying to fulfill itself and be entertained where when we're talking about the darkness and and the evil of evils and and black versus white i do think that is there is an orchestrated attack but by by whatever is by whatever is the game 
the game, whatever they call it, the game, cre- the creator, the game master. And I have a sneaking suspicion that it is not a separate being, but a collective being that which is us, people. For what reason, I don't know. The only thing I can think of is it's leveling up in some way. Maybe it's a purge to purge all the things that in our own hearts we know are not right. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the true evils that we can think of, maybe we have to present them to ourselves because they're all part of us in a weird way. But to thwart them and to deal with them and face them. and But what what... What is the real goal? Man, it could be as simple as boredom. I don't know. Does that ever end? I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't imagine that it can. I would think it ends for us here. But but who's to say it's not a loop of of infinity where like Judo was saying like whatever you want to make it like you know maybe you do go to another world where you're. I had uh, I heard I uh, can't remember what podcast it was. I think it was Tinfoil Hat or something with Tripoli, and this guy broke it down in a weird way where he was saying his opinion, and he was saying it's because he's an actor, and he's like, I really feel like it's like an acting gig, like you're you're bored, you're an eternal energy, you're a soul, whatever you want to call it, you are energy. There, whatever you are at your core is not. You can't get rid of it. You can only transfer it. So energy can't be destroyed. It can only be moved somewhere else. So he was saying maybe you're bored as that and you have a million opportunities to just play a role in an acting gig where after it's done, you go through the drama, you go through everything and and life comes and goes and you... You do all this cool stuff that seems awesome when you're in the show, but then when you're done, you go back to the green room, and then maybe you chill for a little bit, and then you go back out, and you're like, hey, I want to play this role. I want to be in this world where shit's this way, and, you know, I don't know. I hate the thought of that, right? Don't you hate the thought of that? Yeah, I don't like that at all. It's a terrible thought. In the end, because it's still like a prison, right? Yeah. There's no true end. I don't know. I would like to imagine that there's like different levels, right? Yeah, me too. But. Well, I think that's probably. I think that. I think that probably is still what is happening, and your new roles become more your choice, you know, you get more, you, you crack more, uh, secret levels or new, new avatars and stuff like that, that probably does happen, I would imagine you're, you're leveling up, but what happens when you, when you beat the game, can you beat the game? Exactly, yeah, I don't know, it's kind of like, um, to, kind of related to that dream, that, like, little thing I had. You're like, what's the final level? What not? But in the picture, it's like, we made it, and it's like, press start to continue. Right. And that's the idea, right? You hit the end, and then you're like, okay, what's next? Yeah, 
but what happened if it just started over again? Well, I mean, that would be a lot better if you pressed R, because there would be those, uh, like, those shell people that you can't beat with the Firefly. Game gets a little harder. <laughs> a lot harder. I relied on that Firefly. What do you? Wait, 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 wait! Before you close this out, buddy, give me, give me your opinion. What do you think? Obviously, we established that we don't know and we can't Yo, know. But what do you think? Give me your opinion. Yo, you run faster. Than and then we'll get an Eric's opinion. Then we'll close. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that. I think that. You know, gosh, this is going to be a hard one to really explain real fast, but, you know, um, I think that, you know, with, like, uh, Deja Vu and um, Dreams and, like, all that stuff, like... Like I women, women's husbands? Go ahead. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's all connected in a way, in, like... Like, and I think it all has to do with, with us and our lives and our, our continuous lives and our repetitive lives and our different lives and the dimensions and the universes and this and that and whatnot. But I think that, you know, I think that, I think that when you go through life and then you die, I think that you get reborn as yourself, not in the same world or as a different person or as an animal or anything. I think that you, I think you just wake up again as yourself in another, in another universe. And I think that, I think that you carry the knowledge over from your last life and maybe this time you do it better. And maybe this time you make better decisions. Maybe this time you didn't, you know, too bad or... You know, maybe this time I didn't, I didn't fuck up my friendship with Nick Allard, and maybe this time I didn't, you know, this or that or whatever. Maybe this time it was different, and then you just keep building and building and building yeah. until, who knows how many lives you go through until you fully understand what's going on, and you understand the game, and you understand everything, and then... And then you come to the end, and then you just break through to the next level. I don't know what the next level is. I imagine it's something similar, but on a higher plane, with higher stakes. I think I think this world is almost kind of like a like a building ground for 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 us to get somewhere else where we can actually make a difference. All right. So what? All right. So what? What? So let's say this is that game, right? With the leveling up, what level do you think you're on on a scale to, of one to fifty? <laughs> one to fifty. Oh, I'm on two because you know, I think number one is like the worst person you could ever be. Really, and you think you're only on level two? Yeah, I think I'm just barely figuring out. I think I'm just barely. I think this is the first time in my existence that I've ever even tried to even or well not try but ever started to understand what's happening and and it's almost it's it's, it's almost too late in this world but it's not right so like don't take that don't take that any any weird way or any complicated way because we can go down rabbit holes with that but like i think that i think I, I think i'm at a point to where now i can finally start to progress as like a, a soul yeah, and I'm 
happened before. Like the things that I've done in my life, like I I I must have been the most awful person ever in my last one. Man. But now I want to be better, though. But now I want to be better, and now I'm figuring it out. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, you know, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like the dark, the ending of the dark tower. Well, maybe this time around it'll be different. And then you just keep, you just keep building yourself up and up and up and up and up. You know, how many times do you play, you know, any video game or or Golden Axe or Mario before you fucking learned all the secrets? Whatever the whistles were. By yearly, right? Say what? Every other year? That's when I'm playing Golden Axe. Yeah. Maybe. But you knew the game. You more or less knew the game. Right. But like you figured different things out. I guess Mario is a better analogy for that. But, um, you know, eventually you got through whistles, man, and then then sky's the limit. Damn. Unless you can't make it past the ships. Alright, what's Eric what's Eric's What do you think's happening, okay. Eric? We're talking about level of where we're at going through. And we're just talking about yeah, completely yeah, what yeah, is the it. question is what is your opinion of, of life and what do you how do you think it like plays out and what? <laughs> say you're at like <coughs> you gotta be close to midway man cause, cause think about time right endless and and prim, being primitive and stuff like think about how many lifetimes it w- you would have to go back if you're just constantly respawning like you could have been way worse than you think you are or than you think you were in your last life you know what I mean? Like there yeah. could have, there you could you could be towards the end because that you're starting to be enlightened and starting to understand and the veil's getting lifted from you. Like who's to say you're not towards the end, towards the level up? I got Tom. You found uh, three whistles. I guess I would say like what? You found three whistles. Two and a half. Do you know where the third one's at? He just found out they exist. I don't even know. No, you had to have known on on number three that you don't know there's no whistles there. No, I'm saying, Judah, we're talking about his life. Yeah, he understands there's three whistles in fucking Super Mario 3. Jacob, you're like on level three, you don't know about the third whistle? Alright, Judith. Alright, Jacob, close this up. I know that there's whistles, I just don't know. 
yet how to obtain them, but I know they exist, and I don't know how many that they are. But I've 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 been I've become aware of them very late in life. Wow, all of us, dude. Even me myself, like, dude, I'm getting like my own whistles, dude. There's a, and I'm not even joking, like right now. I'm just saying, like I, I've gotten my own whistles that have taken me. There's a ton of whistles. No, but I've been joking, so I'm saying this one's not good. But anyways, what I was saying, like I've learned a lot of stuff in probably the last three years. Yeah. I I think we're all kind of in that boat a little bit. Where we're. Yeah. On different levels, so. we're all starting to sniff stuff out. You know what I mean? We're all at least not zombified. How much yeah. has Bin Laden paying you? He has a real yeah, name. Yeah, 100% there's, like you were saying before, there, like, people are starting to wake. I think that there is a, a correlation between, like, different lives and people waking up at a certain time like I think that's true like would you say there, it's like there, a, there might be a correlation but I think that there's different levels to to that awareness and awakening and and, and, and some people will awaken faster than the others and some people will yeah. than the others like, you know but I don't I don't know <clears throat> I just I don't know what happens at the end of that the rainbow right so right. like I said I think that it upgrades us to uh uh you're saying you know the spells now and you're getting into the battle between principalities and powers and energies and or you just have hogwarts i hate you so much and who knows who knows maybe you wake up one day once you reach that final once you've done nine lives or or i seem to think it's 19 because that's a pleasurable number but oh boy but whatever it is whatever it is I can't argue with that. Yeah, I can't argue with that either, and that's exactly what I was saying. Like, like maybe we'll wake up in another dimension where the same thing is playing itself out through infinity, but now we are the watchers. A guardian, a guardian angel, or a watcher, or whatever, and we, and we now, now our goal at that point is to bring the others to wake up. Right. Matrix. Now it's going back to a weird thing of like the waking up. Right. Like the matrix. Yeah, 
to become to become a, a, a ultimate guru like a Gandhi, like a uh, well, I won't say Gandhi. I'll just say like a you know like a Jesus or like a Buddha or like a Krishna, or, you know these mythical two maybe real beings that are the most enlightened of people. That'd be fucking cool. I could get down with that. It'd be cool yeah, to write and to and level and up and come back and be like, all right, now I know the tricks of the game. I'm gonna start waking some motherfuckers up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I'm gonna start stirring shit up and I'm gonna start yeah. things happen and and you know maybe maybe you're maybe you eventually become that guy that 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 uh, different different civilizations are debating with whether they exist or not. Right. Maybe you become the the demigod. Yeah. Well, maybe like say. I hope I do, man. I would love that. It'd be so cool. I would love to come back like super enlightened and be able to literally. Well, all I can tell you is you're welcome. You're, yeah, yeah. You know, I would. That would be awesome. That'd be so fucking cool to come back with at least not the knowledge of your past life, but to come back semi awakened, where instead of noticing shit like we do now you know with the last few years noticing shit when you're six years old starting to understand shit like yeah. the ether and, and the, the energies and the world around just being in tune could you imagine becoming like a full on uh, you know Buddha, Jesus, miracle worker Krishna, like all these people who perform miracles where the uh, even mythical you know like a, a Hercules a, yeah. uh all these gods to come back to where regular population saw you and was like, oh shit, that would be such a fun role to play, right? And scary, because obviously you're going to get fucked up by the nasty world you're in, but yeah. still, it'd be exciting as well, fuck. Think about, think about God, right? And think about, think about the whole Bible story that we all know, we're all aware of, and think about, think about you being in control of it, and think about like all these humans are on Earth and they're or whatever world it is, and and they're 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 just in a state of chaos. And you're like you're like, what if I went down to be with them? Yeah. I already I already pretty much know what it's like to be a human because I was there before. I was with them before. I was one of them before. Yeah. I'm gonna go down this time around. And I'm going to be the ultimate sacrifice for them so that they understand who I am. I'm going to play the role of the the hero that I used to love. Yeah, the role that I used to love and I used to hear about. I'm going to go down and I'm going to play with them and I'm going to show them that that, that as as much as a god can be a human, a human can be a god and we're going to just play it out. Yeah. That's the the end goal. I'm going to show them what they are. I'm going to cause the revolution. I'm going to spark the revolution. That would be great. That'd be, what a great feeling that would be. And it's, 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 it's a pompous, selfish feeling, right? Because immediately, like, I want to be the guy. But, fuck, what, what better cause? What better thing to want to be? Everything's gonna be okay, mm-hmm. right? Everything's gonna be okay, but I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to to them to show them that we all started from the same place, right? Like we were all human. I'm gonna become and, the and comforter. I'm gonna become the inspiration. I'm gonna I'm gonna light candles around the world. 
That's funny thought because that's actually that's actually what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought I was gonna be when I first. Crazy, huh? Yeah, when I first started coming yeah. into my spiritual awakening, I actually thought that, and and was was really like on fire for that. And now I've gotten to a point where like I love that thought, but I also, and it probably was that court when I was tripping so hard that I had with myself where it was like stop burdening yourself with being that just be because you're yeah. you're perfect you, you're so, you're exactly so, where you should be I have something to say about that right yeah so I, I have a thought about that and, and it was uh, I just I didn't know when would be the right time to to, to put that in but uh, you know what if you know the universe is so vast and infinite, you know, like I was saying, like, dreams could be us experiencing other lives in a, in a sense of something. Yeah, or, or deja vu could be you like, oh, I, I did this before. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. You know, things like that. So, so if you incorporate all that, that's like that's time and space encapsulated into this infinity of a whatever you want to call it. Um, like, you could call it time travel, you could call it reaching into dimensions or whatever, but what if that was you, like, prepping yourself? Like, so when you went into that trip and you were being told, let that shit go, man, like, yeah. like you're weighing yourself down, like, could that be you? You telling you that from, from a higher plane. I think that's exactly what it is, man. Yeah. I think that's exactly... And you want to think about a weird, mind-bending thought? And this is this will hit us all. Yeah, let's go. Sometimes, and I would say sometimes like 80% of the time, in my own mind, I've gotten to the point where I'm not even completely positive, Jacob, Judah, Eric. I'm not even completely positive... That you guys are sovereign, real beings. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if you're I'll just see, see part Monday. of me see that I've created in this little yeah. projection of my mind, and that it is like the red hot chili pepper. Ever wonder if it's all for you? The world, I love the tears, I try the pain, I, to be that fine. Ever wonder if yeah. And just to add that, like, um, you know, like, like that whole you have to be the hero of your story, you know, right? Like, like, uh, and actually going to the leftovers. Do you remember in the leftovers in the second season when it introduced that black family? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the they, neighbors. They moved into the neighborhood, and uh, that that girl that he kept seeing that he kissed her that killed herself. What was yeah, her yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, but she tells them, she tells them it's, it's weird. It's weird because you can't tell if you're part of their story or if they're part of yours. Right. I think about that all yeah. the time. And I think yeah. about it in that mind frame too because like in my own mind, I'm like, I am probably creating these people. But it doesn't mean that I don't yeah. think you guys are real. I think about it in that way. Like, you guys are also some well, energy that's creating well, their story well, and I'm a little well, side character. Well, uh, right. 
we're all probably creating our own story at the same time, but you know what? Because like time and space is lasting itself, and there's so much over and over and over. Yeah. And infinity is happening, so like, so like, there's there's trillions of us doing doing what we're doing over infinity. Like, yeah, this this could be happening in my world, but in your world, I'm just a character in your story because your time continuum is lasting over one of my old time continuums, and vice versa, and whatnot. Like, ooh, man, that makes your head spin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's mind bending, right? Eric. It's hard to even grasp. Eric, can you get an input? Yeah, I got, I got some input. Yeah, put some okay, in, dude. Buddy. Put some in. You, me and you have been quiet the whole game. Okay. So just say, like, hypothetically, like, we're already, like, a deity, an angelic, from, like, we're already, like, in heaven. In some dimension. Right. Like, like, like the main dimension, right? Okay, and right now, that body is just sleeping and, like, you're the dream. You're the projection of the dream. Right. Right. What you're dreaming is a whole lifetime. So when you wake up, it's really just eight hours, but you just live eight years. And you wake up with all that wisdom on the other side. Every time in that, you live a life. You live another life. And you can even go further more, like, even all the people, like, you know, like how Isaiah is just sitting there saying he's not sure that I'm real or you're real or you're just part of the story. Like, say, technically, all those that are in your lives, those could be like your own, your subconscious thoughts that yeah. when you wake up also with you, and you also gain the wisdom from them so, subconsciously, you know? Yeah. What an eerie and that's feeling. Why you have to be the hero, that's why you have to be the hero of your story. Because you can't, you have to almost think that you, your story is about you. You, you almost have to think that everything is not, not Selfishly about you, but like right. you, you're, you're in control of your world and your life, and so you have to make the decision. Like you can't rely on anybody else because they're all part of your story. Even right. though in their world, it's it's the vice of the the, the vice versa happening. Think so? Um, uh, let's, let's start with Eric. Eric, you have anything to close with? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, Wubba Dubba Dubba Dubba. Always my catchphrase. 
but this was a really good cast. I liked the Tom. Awesome. It was fun to talk to. Uh, I told you. Much. What? I'm trying to stop. <laughs> what did he say? I couldn't hear him. I couldn't hear Eric. What did you say? I was saying Judah didn't talk too much. He was starting to start another podcast like Mo was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even I don't even know where he's at right now. He traveled off. Well, it's hard it's hard with four people too, so it's like one of those things like Judah was kind of being polite. Judah, what do you have to say in closing? Judah's not here, dude. He ran off. <laughs> oh, he ran off? All right, well, fuck him, too. <laughs> but I, don't, I don't actually know where he is. He actually walked out of the garage, but I don't know where he's at. He's probably getting some more string cheese. <laughs> All right, well, crazy, crazy enough, Isaiah, that song that you shared. It's fucking like uh, so you wrap. Wait, wait, here's Judah. Here's Judah. Wait, wait, wait. Go on. Hold on. Hold on, Jacob. Out there, there's so much wind. Kira, you don't know anything about blowing. What? So Jacob was asking, what what was your final thought? Because we're ending the podcast. Jesus. Just live your life, dude. Do as best you could. I guess. Be the best person that you can, but not outside of your current status. God, that sounds like racism. Never. <laughs> God, I didn't even know I was that sus. Hey, I just want to break this down with you. So I told you Judah, <laughs> Judah disappeared, right? Yeah. So he was gone. He just bars back in. He's got a, a quarter bag of Tostitos. He's got some sriracha. He has like five. How many string cheeses did you grab right now? Um, there's two like, for you for two for me. <laughs> I was going to say, okay, so, there's, so he brought four string cheeses. <laughs> Dude has got the munchies. <laughs> Yeah, I'm rolling another joint right now. We've already smoked two during the podcast. Smoke another one. Well, what do you gotta say, Corbin? No, you gotta, you gotta go. All right, yeah, no, I'll, 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 I'll say it and then you close because you're the host tonight. Yeah, yeah. So, in closing, I think the, I think the wisest thing to say is that. Get on a level where you where you at least try to seek the truth as best you can, like you said, Judah, as best you can, because nobody can really, if we're being honest, you can be the biggest and greatest researcher ever, but as, unless your hands are dirty and you're involved in everything you're researching, it's impossible to be like, I know everything. There's in, misinformation everywhere. It's just a big fucking dump. But. I think that the scriptures and the, the teachings hold true that if you seek, you will find, at least try to understand that the place you're at is not what you think it is. You're more than what you think you are. What it is, we could speculate. Yeah, or, or just come to know and you would have no choice to believe, right? Yeah. 
at the at the end of the day, though, the only thing that is in your power is to love, is to be love, is to be kind, is to be the things that were rooted in you as a human when you were first born. You only learn to hate. You only learn to be jealous. You only learn to to fear. You only learn to to be uncomfortable. Like you, all these things were molded on you. But at your purest, learn that it's all about love. It's all about live. It's all about right now. It's it. Just be here right now. Be here right now and just enjoy it because this is the vacation this actually isn't in my mind the game the game it this this is this is your vacation the game's already won you're already a infinite energy you're already consciousness that is perfect yeah. and and divine and all of it you you are god you're installing right now and you just got yeah. bored and and enjoy the ride i don't know i'm rambling now i'm trying to roll a joint no, that's awesome. That's fine, and uh, and I call this the murder of the room because we're gonna have a lot of endings here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, first one is uh, my first ending would be that I want to find that I want to at least find that first whistle in this world, and that's why that's why I I wanna I wanna you to introduce me to the shrimp world, man. We gotta figure it out. Jake, I got I I have a hundred percent guaranteed steady way for you to do that so whenever you really want to I'll even be sober and uh, I will I will uh, guru you and and let you go wild and I'll make sure you don't cause cause a ruckus and and you know I will, I'll make sure you don't hurt yourself I'll make sure that you're isolated and I'll just be yeah. there I'll be there as a spotter I would love that yeah and I need, I need to find I need to find that first whistle let's do it next week okay I'm in I got plenty Okay. Uh, you guys are trying to bring uh, me into uh, two whistle flight uh, sessions, uh, huh? What? Uh, Isaiah's trying to get me into a double whistle session. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Dude's like, I'm in. Myself. I need to do a Yeah. I'm talking me and Jacob. Yeah, I'm trying to put up a struggle. Yeah. But completely away from everything. So happy about that. Well, I'm saying, like, what? Oh, you what just do weekend would be great because I would love to. I would love to come Friday after work, but like, what works for you, man? I could do that. We could do it Friday after work. Would that be cool? Yeah, I have to work in the morning okay. on Saturday, okay. but it would still be cool yeah. because right. I wouldn't be doing anything. I would just be guiding you, so. I'm not guiding you. You're going to guide yourself. I'll just make sure you're not throwing yourself around and making a fool. Jumping exactly. in the fire. Exactly. Everything that would happen exactly. would just be with okay. you. Well, yeah. So let's plan for that because I really, I really need to find that first missile, man. I really do. It's more like a jackhammer, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whistle me if you jack. Hashtag whistle me if you do. Alright, so. Yeah, whistle me if you're back. Um, so. Wait, 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 wait. Actually. Your opening song was actually perfect for this podcast. Did you like that?
song is what we said and then she said yeah. why don't you call me baby just go ahead <laughs> <laughs> if you like to call me baby then go ahead and <laughs> <laughs> if you want to talk what about what, speaking of 90s what about closing time every new beginning comes <laughs> the I said maybe you're gonna be the one that saves me. How about how about this is your night dancing? Oh shit! That's on my playlist. Together forever goes. This is the night. That's the closer. Be my lover, wanna be my lover. Oh, uh -huh, yeah, wanna be my lover. Oh, uh -huh, yeah, wanna be my lover. Oh, yeah, wanna be my lover. You're so high. I'm gonna smoke again. You're so high. Oh yeah, Judah. This was the opening song I told Jacob about. Oh, 